Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Schnitt Talk, a Barstool Sports podcast presented by Honey. You guys already know the deal with Honey, but Honey is an online browser plugin. You download it in just two clicks, and it automatically applies the best deals on the internet directly to your shopping cart, so you don't have to find the deals. The deals find you. Oh, my God, you guys. So I just bought three pairs of jeans slash pants and three sweaters uh, from PacSun, which, by the way, if you're like a small girl and you want some good sweaters, PacSun. Mm. Because, like, sometimes sweaters, like, dry. this is not what I'm talking about. Okay, anyways. I went on PacSun. I got this stuff. And originally, my cart, I swear to God, you guys, it was, like, $400. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also, they had a sale. So their sale knocked off, like, 20%. And I still was like, yikes. So I applied Honey at checkout. I ended up spending $198. Wow. On six things for, that were all, like, pr- like decently priced, you mm-hmm. know? And I, I've never been more impressed with Honey in my whole life. Wow. Like, I'm always impressed with Honey, but that was, like, a big magic. That was, like, I <laughs> can't believe. I don't know. They applied the discount, like, six times. And it, like, was on there when you saw it. And I was like, how did they? It was, like, magic. Wow. I, I saved so much money. Like, I should, like, so much money. Okay. Anyways. I love honey so much. If you are not using honey, especially it's winter, like let's get those sweaters, ladies. Like mm. let's get those boots, coats, etc. All this stuff that we like like to look trendy in, but it's kind of more on the expensive side. Anyways, let's go to joinhoney.com slash Ellie and get honey for free today. That's joinhoney.com slash Ellie. Joinhoney.com slash Ellie. Speaking of buying things, new merch is out. Mm. <laughs> we're really excited about it mm-hmm. um it's three sweatshirts two t-shirts three sweatshirts you think? Mm. yeah i think so I think so. No. three sweatshirts two t-shirts um one of the t-shirts is for the boys so if you're one of our male listeners you're not trash you're not trash you've already said that and we didn't forget about you this time looking to expand it but um that's all we got for dudes right now um or i mean the zip up sweatshirt no it's all unisex it's all pretty unisex like you can all you can wear it's just more feminine some of the other stuff is more feminine but um some of the guys are ordered the pink one really the not not basic sweatshirt that's kind of fun so yeah i don't know you guys that's it's there uh help us out um get some merch we really like it we would never sell you shit that we didn't like Mm -hmm. so um Today we are talking about how sometimes, Alana, good things fall apart. <laughs> we're talking about men's Instagrams. That's, a, that's yes. our for the boys. And we're talking about how to find a therapist because I get asked that question a lot. <laughs> and it's, it's important for the next step in your mental health. Like, first step is I need a therapist. Second step is how the fuck do I do it? And that can be really overwhelming. So I'm going to help you through that. Mm. Um, and probably some other stuff depending uh but let's get into that first segment to be young and in love in new york city do not know who i am but still know that i'm good long as you're here with me to be drunk and in love in new york city Damn. i like me better when i'm with you i like me 
Um, okay, energy. We So, we've bribed ourselves. We forgot to get coffee before starting. Yeah, yeah. And Alana was like, should we just get it before we go? I'm like, no, we have to do something before we get it. So, we're doing one segment and then we're going to get coffee. So, if we're way more energetic in the rest of the episode, <laughs> you know why. But then we know we have, like, a problem. That's, yeah, like, an issue. Yeah, that's a real issue yeah. if we, like, can't be functional. Yeah. I'm, I think we're, like, fairly Actually, we're okay. Yeah. We're okay. I just want it. Mm-hmm. It's like a... I want to need it. Literally, it's like my precious. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I need that bean. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um... <laughs> So today we're talking about how sometimes you are the person that caused a relationship to end. <laughs> sometimes you're the toxic person in yeah. in a relationship. And I'm not just talking about, you know, uh, uh, a romantic relationship. Like sometimes uh-huh. in a friendship, like you're the problem. You are the one that needed to change or you are the one that needed to grow in that relationship. And I think it's really hard to look back on relationships when you have grown and look back on a moment and think like, I really fucked that up because Mm -hmm. you can't go backwards. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think uh, I really believe that things happen the way that they happen for a reason. So I've never been someone who's like, shit, I wish this didn't happen or I regret this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, I think like in the moment things had to happen the way that they happened in order for me to grow to where I am today. But still it never feels good to look back on something and know that you were the asshole. That's the worst feeling ever. You know, like that Reddit, am I the asshole? And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you are. You're, always the, <laughs> you're asking if you're the asshole, you're the asshole. Let's just put that out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But no, it's really hard. It's really hard when you look back and you think, I could have done this. I should have said that. I was the one that hurt this person. Yeah. I hate living with that regret mm-hmm. that like, it kind of like eats you a little where you're like, I hurt this person and I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Or like, I hurt this person and I didn't acknowledge it at the time and now it's too late. Like, I'm not going to text them four years later and be like, sorry. I'm so that. sorry. That was really <laughs> shitty of me. Yeah. And there's plenty of things that I, I think about. Oh, uh, Yeah. Things that like replay in your head and you're like, wow, like, I, I cannot such... believe I did that. I was talking about this last night with Michaela because I was like, you ever just be cunty sometimes and you're like, I don't know why I'm being like this. Mm-hmm. I can't stop it. It's kind of like that, but it's like, that's how you just were back then. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> I'm hormonal. Like cunt. you just like sucked for some reason. Like, and there are people, I don't know. There are some people that like, you're just awful to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can be, like, a really... I would say we're both, like, good people. Like, I'm a kind person. I'm empathetic. I try to treat people with respect, even if I don't like them. And I'm telling you, there are people that probably think I'm a monster cunt because, I don't know, it's something about them and something about me didn't hit. Mm -hmm. Like, we just... I was not nice to that person. And I look back and I'm always like, why was I such a see you next Tuesday to this guy? I don't know. No, no, no. Idea. There's like no answer. Especially, it's it's the hardest when someone is good to you, and, and then you are just you awful almost take, to them. Almost it's take almost like you don't you, 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 you take advantage of them. Yeah, like I, I've definitely been in that that I think place we've all been with in that place. guys, guys especially. Yeah, which sucks. Like if a guy's like really great to you, he does whatever you say. He's at your beck and call. It sucks to say that sometimes that makes you walk all over them in a way. And then you're like, wow, I'm just a piece of shit. That's one of those instincts that, like, I wish we, like, didn't have. I, I don't, I wish there was a way. I mean, there is a way. It's, like, therapy. But, like, <laughs> I wish, um, when I look back on old relationships, I wish I had been in the place that I am now. Because, like, I see, I see the way that I treat a guy who's, like, 
too nice to me. It's like playing the game, sort of. Like, yeah. if he's into me, I'm not into him. If I'm into him, of course, that means he's not going to be into me. Um, so a lot of these guys that were, that I was like, oh, I know he likes me. I was genuinely horrible, too. Yeah. Like, I hurt them. Like, I actually hurt mm-hmm. them. Like, I fucked their roommate. Or, like, I did something where <laughs> yeah, I just, like, didn't, terrible. Just like, didn't care about their feelings. Like, I just was like, whatever. Like, I, and there's part of me, and this is really horrible to admit, but there's part of me that, like, it almost, like, felt good. It's like, what can I do that's going to make you not like yeah, me? Oh my God, like, was, oh. what could I possibly do that would make you hate me? Because it seems like there's nothing. Yeah. You know, like you don't want to hurt them. Yeah. And then, but it's like a cycle. Like, you know, you can. And there's something, it's not like you want to hurt them. It's just like you do. This is, it's, it's a very complicated thing. And I think it's something like ugly and dark that we don't look at and we don't want to admit about ourselves. Yeah. Like, I think everyone wants to be the hero of their own story. And Mm -hmm. that's fair. But like, you are definitely the villain in someone's story. And like, you, we all have moments of like, that was really shitty. Like, I was really, really shitty to that person. And I, I feel like it's, it's kind of funny because. We're always like, oh, men are trash, which is a joke, honestly. But like it's mostly (laughs) mostly 80 percent. But like um, it's it's like a narrative that's like guys are trash. Guys are the assholes. The guys are the ones that cheat and do crazy things. But it's not really talked about a lot that like girls do it equally as much. Yeah. And maybe it's just not a narrative that's put out there. And what I always say is admit it as much. What it is that girls do is like when a guy fucks up, he fucks up up out loud like fucks up loudly yeah if a girl's like fucking up it's it's quieter like it's more like low Sneaky. key it's sneakier um and it's the same thing with somebody who dm'd and said who do you think is more dishonest men or women and i was like we're both dishonest honestly everybody lies but yeah. i think men are more dishonest about big things and women are mis- more dishonest about small things yeah and um, i don't know which i don't know which is worse i don't know which is worse either i mean but i don't know it's complicated this is a weird moral uh question that we're asking ourselves today is Mm -hmm. like what do you do with those feelings of i hurt someone because like you have hurt someone someone else has hurt you like that's just kind of the way that the world is yeah at a certain point like you you have to forgive yourself when Mm -hmm. you've done those things um I wouldn't say like immediately be like, it's fine. Like I was a dick and it's okay. But I think after a while you have to stop torturing yourself. I do. Um, There was a guy freshman year of college and I don't talk about him very much partially because I feel really guilty Yeah, because I was an asshole. What did you do? He, uh, (laughs) so he, he was like the sweetest guy. Um, He was like the cutest. No, he literally was like cheek pinch, like adorable cute guy. And he was, he was really nice, mm-hmm. and we made out at a party once. I was very drunk. Forgot I like completely. I didn't forget about it. I knew that it happened, mm-hmm. but then I saw him at a day drink, like a little bit after that, and he was talking to me, and I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, like, have you, I make sure you say something to?" And I said the guy's name, and I was like, "That I say hi or something," and he's like. Uh, yeah I'll make sure to tell him and I'm like no really like I haven't seen him like since the other weekend like I I feel bad like we haven't like talked and he's like I mean we're talking right now and I wait wait I did not follow that you were talking I was talking to him and I had forgotten what his face looked like and then I was like okay like what do you mean we're talking right now like I like was being so mean and he's like yeah I'm and said his name and I was like you what (laughs) 
I was like, no, you, no, you're not. You're lying. Why are you fucking with me? That's not funny. And, and he was like so hurt by that. But then we continued to like have a flirtation. Like he liked, would text me to come over and I'd be like, totally, ugh, totally. But then I would go hook up with someone else in his fraternity in front of him, but then still continue to text yeah, him. Yeah, and like, yeah. I think he was my date to uh, dance and I hooked up with another guy in front of Like it was so bad. And it was the same thing of like, what can I do that's going to make him not be nice to me? It, I don't. I still don't know what the line was. But then he like changed. Like I broke him. Like and then all of a sudden mm. he turned into like a womanizer. And that's like the, that's so I was sad. Like, I feel like that happens a lot. There's always like all, most douchebags is because of a girl that was a douchebag first. Like he was like him. so pure and innocent, yeah. and then he just like it. It was bad. Like he was like he fucked around he hurt a lot of feelings mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was he did not like me but that's fair because I was an asshole to him yeah and I always wanted to apologize and all his friends I would tell his friends like I want to apologize to him I want to apologize to him and they were like nah like whatever like you can now it's like too late or something and I it, it ate me alive like most of college yeah because I was like I was so mean but like it wasn't about him like I was in such a bad place at that time mm-hmm. like I was using him to get over somebody else and like it was yeah, we've all been it there. It was a wreck. Like, we've all been the yeah. asshole. We have all been the asshole. I'm kind of being an asshole right now, if I'm being completely honest. But you have to forgive yourself at a certain point. Like, I... I think you just have to apologize. Like, if you can. Later on. If like, you can apologize. To I, um, I had a... One of my best friends from high school was my neighbor, and he's this huge football player yeah and we were very close but he was like in love with me and it was this problem and i don't know why i wasn't in love with him because he's my type this is the question that i ask myself over and over again i mean he's like why am i not into this person right why don't i like him so i he would have parties all the time and i would go and literally like make out with other guys in his home yeah and (laughs) one time like i broke up with my boyfriend my then boyfriend and everyone was like you and um yeah, whatever should get to get should this is like the moment I was like oh my god is it okay so oh, I know I try to hook up with him and at his house and I'm just like so turned off for some reason which is weird because he's a hot man I think you probably knew him too long knew him too long I literally like got up in the middle of it and was like this is weird as fuck like I gotta get out of here and then I went back to the party at, in his basement and he was like you're a fucking cunt and I was like uh okay <laughs> but like i didn't care for yeah him. but i you think were young i thought too. yeah i think about that all the time and i saw him at a bar at home maybe like a year ago and i was like i'm really sorry to whatever for whatever i did to you like years ago like i ruined i was a bitch like i don't know why i did that whatever and he was like oh my god like it's fine whatever but that was like a cleansing moment for me i think it's so important to get those cleansing yeah moments. if you have the opportunity to apologize to someone for hurting them you should do it yeah i, I actually felt great i think it takes a lot of self-reflection to realize when like you were the person that really fucked something up yeah it's funny because when you remember those moments it's like a faint memory because you're so self-centered when you do it it's yeah. like wait did i actually do that like, like whoa yeah, no i i really did that i was really that person yeah because your your sucks. mind is somewhere else i guess when you're doing those things and i think so. that's important to remember too like when somebody hurts you a lot of times it's like not you centric and it's not about what like they're just so in their own heads in that moment like they're just having a moment of bad of their own making Mm -hmm. like it's rarely really about you like when I think about the guys like every guy that I or girl that I ever did something that genuinely I feel horrible about like 
there was nothing wrong with those people. Like, they were good people. I just was being horrible. Like, I there was something going on in my life. Yeah, yeah. That I just wasn't, I wasn't wanting to handle. And so I was being bad. Like, I don't yeah. know. Not bad, but I just wasn't being the person that I know that I am. Mm-hmm. I think we all do that, though. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I do think if you have the opportunity to apologize, oh, yeah. you should apologize. And I think that if you don't, you have to... Don't lay awake at night and replay it and think, I wish I hadn't, I wish I hadn't. Because sometimes that turns into, well, if I hadn't, then maybe this would have happened and maybe that would have happened and I could have been like this and this. And all of a sudden you've created this entire fantasy world based on something you didn't do and you've mm-hmm. got more regrets than you started with. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, fuck. Well, now like, what? what am I supposed to do? My life yeah. sucks because I'm a bitch. And like all of a sudden you hate yourself. Like you can't talk to yourself like that. Would you talk to your friend like that? Maybe. No, well, I'm just kidding. you would. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Like, honestly, like, if if your friend did something two years ago that was, like, really mean and they know and they feel bad about it, would you be like, you by the way, uh, let me just remind you, you're a huge bitch. <laughs> you were a bitch back then. I think self-awareness is, like, my most, like, a, a very important quality that you have to have. It takes development. Yeah. And that's, like, I guess that's, that's what this is about. Self-awareness? Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's really is something you don't want to admit about yourself. Like you yeah, never, like, I was a cunt. It's like, it's, like, you never want to admit that you're, like, wrong about something. Yeah. But, like, you never want to admit that you were mean or you were the, the one that fucked something up or you were the person in a friendship that was toxic. Like, but you do have to do a little self-reflection and be like, well, was it me? Like, I think it's easy to blame yeah. things on other people. But if you find that every situation you're in is someone else's fault, you have to look at it and realize that part of it was probably you're the you common too. denominator. Yeah. I mean, my uh, sophomore year of college, like blue dick. But at the same time, like I was being somewhat careless, like mm-hmm. despite the fact that, yes, people in my sorority were just being cunts and like overreacting to a lot of things that didn't need to be reacted to. Yes, that's true. But also like I was being reckless, like I was like being, not thinking. Maybe. Yes, yeah. I wasn't thinking before I was acting. And like that's something that I had to work on. And I worked on it, mm-hmm. you know, but if you go through life being like, well, they were just mean to me for no reason. I'm innocent. I'm a victim. Everyone is so mean to me. Like grow grow up Mm -hmm. no one's there are people who are victims absolutely but mostly like we're all we're all autonomous we all make decisions sometimes Mm -hmm. you make a good decision often you make a bad decision and acknowledging that is the only way to live a life that's not messy I mean we're all messy but like not like burning relationships messy right we mean messy in the sense that it's just like ah like I don't know what's going on messy but not like I'm ruining every good thing in my life and I don't know why messy yeah like, you want to stop doing that? Self-awareness. Self-awareness. That sounded so preachy. It's true, though. But we're, I would say sometimes I'm too, too self-aware, but I guess. I'm trying to think of people that I've really hurt. Well, I know. It's, it, hurt, it hurts really bad. It does. To think about. I was very guilty um, about my relationship ending for a while. Yeah. Because I was like, he did nothing wrong. This well, is, well, he didn't. You know, it was just like we, our time ran out was the problem. Which is really sad. It's really sad. Our time, our time <laughs> like, That just made me it's so true. sad. It, I mean, it, it makes you want to cry sometimes. Like, it really does. But, um, and I was very guilty about it because I don't think he really agreed at first. But then, uh, my roommate, I came home late and she was watching, I guess she was like sad. So she was watching, this is so lame. Like, I'm sorry, but this actually like really 
hit a chord with me, I'll right. just lay it on Let's you. Let's do it. My my roommate was watching Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, I remember you. T- I told. I know. I, I talked about it a lot. Rolled my eyes. Yeah, you did. I was like, "What the heck? Talk to me about this." Okay, so we can talk about it. <laughs> She's watching people eat, uh, eat, pray, love, and if you've never seen this movie, it's about a woman that is married and she just like randomly leaves her husband, and he's like, "What the fuck? He didn't do anything wrong." And then she goes to India. In India is the middle part where she's um, learning to forgive herself for that. And there's this scene where they're slow, like she's imagining that they're slow dancing. And he's like, but I'll, but I love you. And she's like, so love me. And he's like, but I'll miss you. And she's like, so miss me. And he's like, but I want to be with you. She's like, I, like, I can't be with you kind of. It was, so it was like very sweet. It was kind of like someone else's emotions like isn't your fault like if you Mm. have to do what you have to do like to make you happy like you can't not do those things because you feel guilty about someone else does that make sense if it's like if it's not wrong yeah if it's really something that is gonna make your life better yeah which it was Mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard you never want to like hurt you don't I think you that's don't a misconception. Any, yeah. Like I think a lot of times when someone hurts us, we think it's like intentional and malicious and like yeah. this person wanted me to feel bad. Yeah. This person did this because they knew it would hurt my feelings. But I think I don't think that's really the way. And maybe that's like dumb and optimistic, but based on like even our conversation just now, it's like no one wants to be the asshole. No, no one wants to hurt other people. And sometimes I think that holds you back from doing what you know is best for you. Mm. So, I don't know, that scene really meant something to me. It really did. <laughs> it's cute, Alana. I know. Because, I mean... Now I'm, like, all in my feels about all the things I've done wrong in my I life. I know. Even, like, high school things where I'm like, get over it. Like, that was so long ago. Why am I still, like, sad? Because you, everyone thinks that they're a good person. And when you literally tangibly do something image, terrible, right, terrible right. like, it's like, wait, that's not What's who that I am. called? It's, it's the... Um, it's when your self-image and... Cognitive, cognitive dissonance. dissonance. Like, the way you see yourself and the way you want to see yourself, like, don't match up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I fucking suck. But that that's, you, you can't listen to that voice. No. Listen to the voice that's like, I am a good person who made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I grew from that mistake. Mm-hmm. And I forgive myself, but I'm also sorry. Yes. I forgive myself, but I'm also sorry. It's hard to forgive yourself. It's really hard. I still there are definitely situations that I still have a lot of emotions over that I'm like I I should have handled that so much differently and I wish that I had and I didn't and even people that I don't really care for necessarily like that I don't care about like I had one small like we are our intersecting lines crossed at one point and then never again and like even people like that that I know for a fact I will never see again I don't really ever think about like it's Mm -hmm. just like a honestly it's like a funny story I laugh about with my friends kind of thing there are even people like that where I'm like I shouldn't have gotten involved with that person when I knew I was still really sad about that person Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have made them think I was ready to be in a relationship when I very clearly wasn't Mm -hmm. like there are things like that I still have guilt over, even for people that I really don't care about. <laughs> yeah, you can never see him again. Just right, like, and didn't know for that long. Like, I, mm-hmm. I still feel that, so I understand. Like, I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard. I, I, I think the hardest, and I think that the hardest part about it when, it all, when it's all said and done is being able to say that you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you just have to move on. I think there are things like you're, it's like when you're laying alone at night and you 
your brain starts doing it it starts thinking about all the things you do wrong and you're, you're scared of that like that fear of like feeling those things like keeps you from actually processing them so you have to like move past that moment of like oh I don't ah like I'm tensing up I don't want to I don't want to think about what I did I don't want to think about what I did like just let yourself think about what happened and the situation and the thing that you did wrong and then you can process it and then you it won't hurt as much mm-hmm. and think about like why it happened yeah my best friend just like um cheated on her boyfriend and she uh they oh. broke up oh. but she was like devastated over it well like and obviously yeah but what came out was that she was more devastated because she was so upset that she hurt him not that they or relationship ended because of it if that makes sense yeah like Like she she was was so devastated that she hurt him that like that overshadowed the idea that like wait maybe I really don't want to be with him yeah and she's kind of realized that now she's trying to forgive herself for it's what so happened? it's so hard to sort through emotions because like especially with like guilt and shame like those are emotions that are so strong that you can't really tell where they're coming from yeah. like they just kind of fill your whole body like they're so visceral that you're like I feel guilty I feel ashamed but I don't know why I feel this way like I don't know what exactly about the situation is is making me think this mm-hmm. and if you don't think about it if you're like no nah, I don't want to feel that I'm gonna not feel it then you're never going to process it and you're never going to be entirely sure how you feel about a situation. Mm -hmm. And that's not healthy. So keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen and forgive and forgive yourself, but be sorry. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's go get coffee. Thank you. Thank you. That was deep. Now I'm like sad. I know. I'm super sad. I'm so sad. (laughs) Super sad. Just sad. Okay. Um, but before we go get coffee, let's get a word from a sponsor. This is proactive. Uh, clear skin. Okay. I don't know about you guys. I don't like to wear makeup in the winter. Um, just a lot of effort when it's cold and dark in the morning and I don't want to do it. Um, so having clear skin is like a must have. Um, and you know, I'm a big skincare girl. Uh, if you have acne, um, and you have a problem with acne, um, Proactive is definitely, I mean, we've all seen proactive ads. Kendall Jenner does them. We already know the deal. It feels, it's, it, I think it's really stressful when your skin doesn't look its best. Like, even when I have, like, one zit, like, a period zit, like, I have one right now, and I'm like, I'm hideous. Look away. Yeah. You're um, like, everyone thinks I'm dirty. Really? And it's like, I wash my face. Um, it really can mess with your confidence. Proactive has helped fight acne for almost 25 years, and now with their next generation acne system treatment, Proactive MD can have you feeling your best. Proactive MD contains Adapalene, which is the newest acne-fighting innovation made available to over-the-counter consumers in over 30 years. This It's prescription-strength retinoid that goes deep into the pores to help prevent acne. Right now, for our podcast listeners, you can get an exclusive offer only available by going to proactive.com slash schnitt. With this exclusive podcast-only offer, you will receive for free Proactive's on-the-go bag, which features their T-Zone oil absorber, body acne wipes which we need um <laughs> and green tea moisturizer close to a hundred dollar value Does other people have this problem like the one butt zit right here in the in um, right at the top of the crack <laughs> oh no mine is the what do you call it like the under leg butt. your the under butt. butt yeah that's more of a short season problem but i get it literally right here it's not even the butt it's like right there the crack right the where top like, crack. right where tailbone? your belt button yeah my tailbone like always and i'm like why what is that what is that where am i even how am i sweating there like doesn't make sense and i get them in my cleavage sometimes too which is really fucking annoying yeah nothing i hate that's more than a bad that. one the worst um 
There's also a 60-day money-back guarantee, so don't wait and go to proactive.com slash schnitt to get this podcast-only offer. Again, go to proactive.com slash schnitt to order and get clear skin for the win. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sometimes we get ideas to talk about from DMs, and sometimes it's like things that are happening in real life, and sometimes it's songs. So we sent Ellie this song earlier this week, and I was like, this made me think of what we just talked about. Like, we should talk about this. And it has taken over our Our lives. (laughs) Like, Like we, it's the thing is, it's one of those songs that I, I heard a long time ago I liked. Didn't really think much of it, but then for some reason, it's infected me. Mm-hmm. Infected. It, it's like taken over. It's stuck. In, I play it every night before going to bed. I've played it a disgusting amount of times since she sent me the link to it. <laughs> like, like just loop, 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 loop. I was because you know in my head I was kind of like eh, I know that song, and then I just played it just because I was like, well, let me refresh on it so that I can talk about it on the podcast. And I have not stopped playing it. I haven't played a single other song. <laughs> so funny. Like a single, but I get like that with songs. Yeah, me too. I I get like a song. But this this has hit different. Well, it's really it's hit different. my favorite genre of song yeah, yeah. of like sad, but you can scream it. Yeah, and it's like upbeat, so you don't get like too depressed. But it's more depressing for the fact that it's like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me what you hate about me. <laughs> whatever it is i'm so- like come on that's amazing great song tell great me song. what you hate like oh i tweeted about it this weekend too because i was just sad this is in the freaking playlist like the playlist exists let me put it out there again like, but we like, got more dms about we get at least mm. two or three dms every, <laughs> every day. week every day oh <laughs> that are like you guys should make like a I, I was just thinking like you should make a podcast playlist like it's there, there. Is- <laughs> it exists it's called TG for Schnitt Talk. Look it up. It's even linked on the on the Instagram page. It's just funny. I believe in you guys. You'll yeah, find come it. come on. But um, I'm really, really in my feels. Okay, so whenever... Sorry, boys. Like, Hold on. You don't actually have to listen to this. I just have to talk about my period for like a hot second. <laughs> I go through cycles where like it's like every three, it's a different one. So it's like sometimes I'm like a very sad and like on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm a month... Like I would say one every six months i'm a monster mm-hmm. like just mean and I, I yell at people and get get in fights um and uh, sometimes that's nothing and then most of the time it's like i think everyone hates me that's how i feel really two months out of two weeks out of every month mine is well i don't get my period anymore but mine is um which is awesome uh nothing mm. sad mm. or horny Maybe the horny comes once every like four months. That's like a special. But treat. that's usually when I'm like actually on my period versus Which is PMS. So odd. Like, why is it a thing? That's the word. evolutionarily, it makes no sense for me to be extremely horny when no like babies can heat. be made. Like literally in literally, heat. I'm like it's a ba- it's a problem. It's like an actual problem. It's like blood everywhere. It's like I have to put a towel down to use my vibrator because <laughs> like things are bad. It's like someone got murdered on my bed. <laughs> yeah. I have white sheets now and white bedding, and it's making me so nervous. Do I go with like gray or dark? 
like dark gray. Or I know. I, my, I asked my mom, I was like, do you think I'm responsible enough to have white sheets? And she just laughed at me. It's a bold move. I know. I don't know why I've done this. I can't believe <laughs> I've done, done this. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't believe you've done this. You know, the van. Yeah. All right, boys. Sorry about that. Back into the episode. <laughs> For the boys. Oh, your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Um, I've talked about this probably pretty extensively, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think way back about a year ago, one of the first videos we ever put out uh, was me talking about men's Instagrams and how mm-hmm. they're just awful. They're very bad. Yeah. Um. Just really bad. Uh, And I think part of the problem is like you're afraid to ask your boys to take a picture of you. Your outfit's on point. You're feeling fly. Yeah. Like your hair did. Like, yeah, you just got a haircut or maybe the the lettuce is like especially crunchy that day. Mm -hmm. I hate that I work here and like that's a sentence that (laughs) organically came out of my mouth like a year later and like that's what's happening to me um <laughs> just uh lettuce in that hair salad is really mm-hmm. crunchy um but yeah you you feel yourself maybe your skin's really clear you started doing a skincare routine based on our recommendation and you want a picture but you can't ask your boys because you're afraid they're gonna make fun of you but then your instagram looks fucking terrible and whenever a girl who starts to like you goes to your instagram and wants to show her friends a picture of you she's like i can't show you because you're gonna think i have bad taste you're gonna think i like an ugly man do you know how many times i've had to be like i i can't show you a picture or i'm gonna show you this but he's 10 times hotter in person i i know i wonder how many conversations are like yeah he's really hot and then the picture shows that like do you know what it is it's only it's only blue check mark guys because (laughs) they're arrogant enough to have uh someone take a picture of them or like if you're talking like an athlete they have like professional photography and they'll post those pictures and you're like oh he's hot Otherwise, like normal dudes don't do that really. So like you're like he could look like anything. Like you see your friend show you a picture of a guy and you have to be like, Oh yeah, oh, yeah he's, he's so cute. cute. I'm sure he looks better in person. Do you know how many times like I've had a girl like been out with a guy that I like and some of my girlfriends and then be like, Oh, that's what he looks like? Oh, he's hot, Ellie. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. I this is why I didn't want to show you a picture. Should have just taken me on my word on that mm-hmm. one. Like Guys, I don't know what you're doing. Are you taking your pictures with the toaster? Like, what's happening? Why do you make dumb faces in your pictures? Why can't you smile? Or, like, why are you looking like you're in pain? Please stop making that face. You know that face I'm talking about. It is absolutely disgusting. Just act natural <laughs> with your friends. Like, like just be, be like, I'm a chill boy. a selfie. Like, it doesn't have to be... Please don't do that, actually. It's kind of weird. I mean, I, and I mean a selfie as in, like, a mirror selfie. You can mm-hmm. post pictures that it's, like, just mm-hmm. you. Um, But, like... I love a good picture of two boys, two bros, arms around each other. Having a good time. At the bar, you know, just smiling. Wow. Love that. Mm -hmm. But here's what you do. Um, You either need to have the kind of guy friends that like you're going to make this pack together. Like I would even suggest that. Get your guy friends and be like, listen. We need to take pictures. We need to take pictures because girls are complaining about how bad we look on Instagram. Let's make a pact. We fucking take one picture at the pregame. We'll do it, and you can make it like a game or like a bit or whatever. If you if you want to be masculine, I don't, know the fuck mm-hmm. you. I don't know. Toxic masculinity is making you not want to take pictures, so just chill on that. But like, make the pack, make it a joke, do it if you want to, or ask your girlfriends. Just be like, hey, Alana, I really like my outfit. Can you take a picture? Oh my god! If one of my guy friends and I've said this before, if one of my guy friends asks me to take a picture of him, he's getting a fucking shoot, a photo shoot. I will put different lighting, different angles. I'll say, move over this way. 
turn your head like that. Like, this is the kind of person I am. I did it in the middle of the bar for like an hour mm-hmm. for my friend the other day. Or, whoa. Other day? A couple months ago. Six months ago. He doesn't even live here anymore. <laughs> Shout out Brett Merriman. I miss Brett Merriman so mm-hmm. much. What a dork. But that guy, if you go to his uh, Instagram, I believe it's Schmerriman mm-hmm. on Instagram, uh, he, he does a good job uh, of posting pictures. He's not afraid to kind of you know, take yeah. a picture of himself. I think or it's funny that guy. guys like are, it's like a toxic masculinity thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, uh, they don't, why to, can we not pronounce that word know. today? Uh, masculinity. Masculinity. Yeah. Mm, my mouth is covered with like syrup. Yeah. It's the pumpkin. <laughs> um, but which I think is funny. Cause like you're scared to take pictures, post them of yourself. You think it makes you look like what feminine, I guess, but it's like, kind oh, of feeling like myself not nah, it's hot if you do that like you're got you've better chances of getting laid like yeah. you are kind <laughs> of like attracting women if you have like a better a, a instagram of yourself honestly like if i feel like you're because it's also the confidence thing that we talk about every week mm-hmm. if you're confident enough to say i know i look good i'm gonna take a picture post the picture i don't care that my boys are gonna roast me for it yeah that's hot that's hot our one friend um at work he always posts pictures of himself on his instagram and he makes the captions very over the top, like cliche Instagram, yeah, like to the point where it's it's kind of it, ironic you, and funny. You think it's a joke and ironic, but it's it's not. Yeah, is it? I'm not really <laughs> we sure. We can never really tell. I can't but it's tell. Funny. It's that far. It's funny though. Like he kind of like flipped it on its head a little bit. You can kind of take that angle, like. And he pulls. Like felt cute. Might delete later. Like yeah, he, like, like caption the pictures kind of like you know like silly, be like silly things, tongue in cheek. Um, yeah. Also, like, how about how do you feel about X pictures? Um, <clears throat> I think that if you if you have like a hundred pictures of your ex on your Instagram, and you just broke up, you have to you have to like archive them back to like six months. Like, I don't like they can be there. Yeah. But like, I if you just broke up with someone and I go to your because guys don't post pictures very often. Yeah. So some when you guys go, is like their Instagram is just their girlfriend because the girl right. takes the pictures. You or know? it's um. You know, you're only posting once every like three months. Mm-hmm. So if you posted a picture with your ex like yesterday, <laughs> hold on, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, but then you just broke up. Like I have no way of knowing that you're actually single and it's going to make me think you're like scummy. If you have pictures of an ex back on your Instagram, it like, doesn't really matter. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. would really care about that. But if you have if it's like I can't tell if you just broke up or what's the deal here like that's a that's gonna be a problem you have to make that message clear think about your instagram like almost like a dating profile um it is you want to uh communicate the information you need to communicate as quickly and easily as possible i'm single i'm confident i have friends and i'm good looking and i have a good sense of style and i don't post pictures with fish um i yeah i see a lot of picture instagram profiles of men with that like they I know they don't have a girlfriend anymore but if I didn't know that there's no way you can tell so just be cautious of that because it's kind of like "Mm, you don't really want to step in scrolling Brett's Instagram Mm -hmm. it's so on it's so good like it's it's exactly what you want to see yeah okay so this is our friend's page there's one I'm looking like at the immediate Mm -hmm. grid there's two selfies but they're they're not they're not pictures of just pictures of just him yeah. Then there's maybe five or six of him and one or two other people. Mm-hmm. And then maybe four pictures of groups. 
I think that this is like the perfect guy profile. It's so good. It's like he doesn't think, you know, it's not like selfie, 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 selfie. It's not like he thinks super, super highly of himself. Um, It's not like I'm not confident. I'm just going to post pictures with my one buddy that I know is less attractive than me. So Mm -hmm. I look good. It's like, hey, I have a a social life. You know, Um, I have fun. I'm normal. And he he looks so cute in these pictures. This one. (laughs) Okay, this one's funny. He posted a picture of him at a pumpkin patch. He's holding two pumpkins, and the caption is, they were out of pineapples. Yeah, he loves that's that. That's funny. He loves that picture so much. Yeah, like, I don't know. You can make fun of yourself. I think that's how it works. And then that's a way for you to kind of feel more comfortable posting pictures. And I also think that guys underestimate how much girls want you to not take yourself seriously. Yeah. Like, you, I think you really underestimate how much a girl likes a guy who's, like, silly. I know. Oh like, my god, I know. I don't give I don't, I don't want, want a guy with see, like ugh. washboard abs and like who's like serious like super serious gains, gains, yeah. gains. like I want a and, guy who like can have fun and I was I just was talking to one of our coworkers about this because I was I've been texting a new guy sort of um not like seriously just like fun in a fun way and I told her I was like I'm surprised because he's a sport man. I was like, I'm surprised he's very silly. Like, he mm-hmm. fucks around. He'll joke around. And it's it's attractive. Like, he's an attractive guy. But if he was if he didn't have a sense of humor, if he couldn't, like, joke around with me and be silly and, like, kind of, like, do a bit with me, like, I wouldn't be attracted to him. Uh, but because of that, I'm like, wow, he's so much more attractive because he doesn't take himself seriously. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think guys really underestimate that. So that's part of the thing with Instagram. Like, you sort of have to let go of that feeling of, like, uh, the guys are going to make fun of me if I post a picture or like, dude, whatever. Like, live your life. Do what makes you happy and and live more freely. And I promise girls will like that more. Like, um, we were talking about our one friend. I hope he doesn't listen to this. We were talking about our one friend <laughs> who posts like a lot of pictures of like just him and like he messes around and stuff. Like, I wouldn't say he's like a classically attractive guy. Like, he's an attractive guy, but he isn't like a guy that like if you didn't, know him you'd be like oh that's a super super like oh my god like drooling when he walks in the room kind of guy not that he's not attractive but it's just not that obvious let's reword this he's an average yes. attractive man he's like a normal guy the normal you would guy see that's a, attractive um, yes. yes he's normal attractive mm-hmm. right um but because he's like so he's like silly and fun and he posts he doesn't give a fuck what people think about like what he posts what he wears what he does um and it makes him attractive and he literally pulls you guys Poles. Like, like holes hard. Like I went out with just him one night and it was like I was just surrounded by chicks. I was mm-hmm. like, this is annoying. Like I'm trying to hang out with my buddy here and I have to wing woman. <laughs> like it what it, it's so I don't know. Take yourself less seriously, I think is always our advice. Mm-hmm. But in this specific case, take more pictures of yourself mm-hmm. and pr- and like practice taking pictures. Yeah, just ask your girlfriends, they'll help you. It's fun to take pictures of guys, oh God, especially when they're like, "Oh, how do I look?" I don't know. Like remember when we ran into that guy on apparently Oktoberfest? I'm not over this. I can't believe I did <laughs> not know that this was Oktoberfest. No idea. The guy um Vinny and he was wearing that ridiculous pullover and we put him on the story. Oh, yes. Like yeah. taking a picture of him and he's like posing i was like this guy's hot just for doing that just just for being for a clown being ready to be a clown <sighs> maybe we just love maybe do you think it's an us thing that we just love no dorks? i think every girl wants a guy who can like fuck around with her yeah and even like my mom always says that she's yeah. like it's the guy you have the most fun with because guess what and you're stuck with someone for 30 years like you want someone who can always entertain you mm-hmm. what are you gonna do just like stare at them and admire their beauty it's like wow you're so hot looks fade goofy is forever goofy is forever forever <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I think people forget that too, like that we are dorks. I know. <laughs> Sometimes like, I feel like people think I'm cool and I'm like, if you, I hang out with cool people, I have a cool job and I do cool things. I myself, not particularly <laughs> cool. I'm like dorky. I'm yeah. like very, very dorky and nerdy and I'm a little introverted. Uh, but I think uh, the misconception by a lot of people for both of us is like party girls, like they're this and that and they they like normal things it's like yeah. Alana's like a real door like Alana's like <laughs> an art nerd I know which is why I think we're both so bored of doing the same thing every weekend mm-hmm. because we have substance and we don't need to fill our life with like meaningless going out and drinking like yeah. we want to do things that are more than just that exactly they think we solved it ladies and gentlemen we, we have <laughs> we ladies have. we've secured the bag <laughs> okay um, before we talk about what my therapist said to me this week, and you guys, finally, I've been back in therapy. I haven't been in therapy in like a month and it's been fine, but also hard. Um, <laughs> but before we get into that, get a word from a sponsor, Felix Gray. All right, you guys. Um, I love Felix Gray. I have like three pairs of Felix Gray eyeglasses. I am not even kidding. I love my Felix Gray glasses. So nice. Um, they're blue blockers, uh, which for someone who works in media and is constantly staring at screens, and also has a problem. I think I have an addiction. Like, I actually think I have a problem. I can't be without my phone. I lost my phone for, like, 20 minutes, uh, like, two days ago. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, it was a problem. It was, like, an all-out. I was like, everybody needs to stop what you're doing and look for my phone. Like, I freaked out. I can't be apart from it. Um, I have a problem. But, yeah, I really, really, really like my Felix Grays because it makes me feel like I'm protecting myself from eye strain and headaches and I've been getting headaches lately because that's just my life now I guess my body's falling apart (laughs) but I I say that I said this um another time but I always wear uh, my blue light blockers um when I'm hungover because it makes it better so I wear my blue blockers and I also wear them the hour before I go to bed um and it works and also just when I'm having an ugly day and I don't want people to know that I'm not wearing makeup might go put them on right now if I'm being honest Felix Grey glasses filter out 90% of high-energy blue light and eliminate 99% glare coming from your daily barrage of screens. Unlike other blue light, uh, unlike other blue light filtering glasses, Felix Grey uses proprietary blue light technology embedded into the lens as opposed to a cheap coating that can easily chip or scratch over time. And they're very fashionable. I really like them. Um, the pink ones I have, I get compliments on all the time. You guys have seen those. Um... So don't wait. Don't go another day looking at screens without the help of some Felix Grays. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash Ellie for free shipping and 30 days of risk-free returns or exchanges. Exchanges. That's felixgrayglasses.com slash Ellie. felixgrayglasses.com slash Ellie. Everything's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be okay. It's gonna be a good, good life. That's what my therapist says. Let's talk about what my therapist said to me this week. Okay. So the first thing I want to say, okay, so we're talking about how to find a therapist. And I get this question a lot. And I, I get asked for recommendations a lot. You guys, I'm very sorry. I'm not comfortable with you guys going to the same therapist that I see. So I'm not giving that information out. Um, although I have, I have given it out to people in this office because I know that they take our insurance. But um, by the way, did you ever follow up 
I did not. I have to. I have to follow up though. Okay. Um, if you're in college or high school, there are probably free counseling services, mm-hmm. uh, and you should definitely take advantage of those because y'all therapy is expensive. It it really is. I wish we lived in a world where it wasn't. Um, unfortunately, we don't. We do not live in a world where therapy is affordable. It's very expensive. Um, even with insurance. I mean, it's it's fine with insurance, but it, it's if you don't have insurance, it can be very, very expensive. Um, not to discourage you, but if you are young, you're in high school, college, definitely look into free counseling services. I, I use the free counseling services all through college, and it, it's a great resource. Um, it's there for a reason. They want to help you. Um, reach out, figure it, figure out how to reach out, reach out, make an appointment. You're, it's really actually very hard. Part of the hardest thing about going to therapy is actually reaching out to a therapist. Mm -hmm. And I know people who like called a therapist and they never called them back and they have this like scarred experience with it and they just never wanted to try again. And like, I urge you to continue to try. Like it really feels uncomfortable and I know it's like scary, um, but you push yourself to do it. Because going to therapy is the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I really think that it it's so worth doing. But I understand that contacting someone can be really scary. But if you are in college and high school, find your free counseling services. Go to those. Okay. If you are not in college or high school, you're an adult. Um, first, check with your insurance. Find out what your insurance is. If it covers uh, mental health services, um, look into that. Honestly, um, there's an app called ZocDoc, um, and you can put your insurance information in there mm-hmm. and, and put uh, therapy in, and it will, it will find uh, clinics and, and doctors and whatever that take your insurance. And also, I believe if – like, ask your mom to do this because I had to ask my mom to do this. <laughs> um, I, I looked on this just list. She sent me, like, a list of, of therapists – in New York City in my zip code or whatever that took my our insurance because I'm on my parents insurance still mm-hmm. um but also I, I if you yeah I, use ZocDoc too because it helps um find a practice find what you really need like do you need a psychologist do you need someone who can prescribe you medication um or do you just want to talk to someone you can talk to like a um a licensed uh social worker that kind of person um it depends on what you need do you it depends on, on really what you need. So I would do a little Google, a little Google search on like, what do I really need? What am I struggling with? Mm-hmm. Make sure you're finding someone who can provide to you the things that you, you need. Um, once you found someone who takes your insurance, um, just, just call, call them. I know it's like really scary. I don't know what is so scary about calling a therapist's office, but like it's very stressful. My therapist's office, you just emailed and you can sign up through like a survey, which is so much easier. I feel like they did that, especially with anxious people in mind, because you know how hard it is to (laughs) To make a fucking phone call. So I did all of that over email, which helped. But um, if there's nothing like that, just call them Be like, hello, Um, I was wondering if any of your doctor or any of your therapists clinicians whatever if you if anyone at your practice has appointments available um i struggle with anxiety and i'm really looking to see someone um and if they have a person for you they will let you know if they don't that's okay try another place make a list of like three places and 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 try all of those because i think if you pick one and you get your heart set on that one and you call and they don't have any openings you might get discouraged and then you might not call and then it'll be six months until you go and see someone 
don't get discouraged. Have like three on your list. Call them, email them, whatever it is. Um, or if they have a website, fill out their whatever shit. Um, and just do it. Like I, There's not really advice I can give beyond like this is one area where I do think you have to push yourself. Um, because if you let yourself just kind of be like, well, I tried. No, no, you have to do it. Like I'm telling you, this is if you need a sign to call a therapist, this, this is, is your it. sign. <laughs> like do it. I mean, I know how hard it is. And yeah. I get on people's asses here too. Because um, I've referred a couple people in the office to the practice that I go. Um, and I, I know how hard it is. So I was literally on their ass. Like every day I would text, did you follow up? Mm-hmm. Did you follow up? Did you answer the email? Did you follow up? Until they did. And now they're going and they're so glad that they went and they're feeling so much better. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, thank God. But this is your reminder. And if I need to say every week on the podcast, follow up with that therapist, call that office, make that appointment, then I will. Um, But yeah, I think those are the steps that I took. Um, Now, if you're not on insurance, so um, I think that something you should be aware of, like I had to pay... There was a doc- like a deductible, obviously, for mental health. Um, so I have insurance, but I did have to pay out of pocket $150 per session for the first 16 sessions at my practice. Wow. Which is expensive. It is. It's expensive. It's very expensive. Now I only pay $16 per session mm. um, because I paid my um, deductible or whatever the fuck it is. Um, but... It- Keep in mind that it, it can be very expensive even with insurance because mental health is just not prioritized in the country the way that it should be. Um, there are doctors that will do it pro bono. Um, if you're really in a situation where you're struggling and you, you can't afford it, there are free counseling services, social workers. Um, you just have to do the research. And I think a lot of it is just you don't you don't do it. You're like, I want to do this, but I can't do it. And you're like, that's that. Do the research. Do a Google search. Honestly, I always think it's going to be harder to Google something than it is. Then I Google it and it's like the first hit. First thing that comes and I'm up. just like, mm, I'm so dumb. <laughs> like, why didn't I do this months ago? That's part of anxiety, though. That procrastination thing is it mm-hmm. just it becomes so much bigger in your head than it actually is. Once you do it, you're like, damn it, that took two seconds. So do the Googling, do the work, do the research and understand that it, it might be a little expensive. Um, and part of it, too, like that I would urge is like make it. Make it a priority and actually do the work that you're being assigned. I think a lot of times people think if you go to therapy and just sit there and talk, you're cured, you're better, I'm doing it, I'm in therapy, why isn't it working, it's not working. Mm -hmm. You have to do the work outside of the sessions. You work in the sessions, you work out of the sessions. I think the reason that I've been successful with my therapy is that like I apply the things that I'm learning Every session, if she tells me that I should start doing something, I will start trying to do it in my daily life. Like, even if it's uncomfortable, even if I don't like it, and that's helped me grow more than, I'm not just going to sit and talk to someone and then forget everything that I did in the session, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I also think, I would say, um, if you don't like your therapist the first time you go, try two more times. If you still don't like them by the third session, try somebody else Mm -hmm. but don't stop going entirely and not try anyone new just try someone else therapists understand too they're not gonna be mad at you for not liking their style of therapy they understand it's a very very personal thing they're not gonna be like fuck this person they hate me like they're like they get it they they totally (laughs) understand i think i think that really has been an anxiety thing for a lot of people it's like well i don't like them but i don't want to tell them that i don't like them that's gonna make them feel bad it's like no that's literally their job like they'll, (laughs) they'll be fine they understand um 
And I would say if you're a young person, you, I mean, I don't know, you probably want someone young. Because it can be uncomfortable talking about, like, sex and yeah, I can't dating imagine with, like, an older person. your therapist being, like, an old man. No, fuck no. Like, what? No way. Um, like, my therapist, she's probably, like, 28. Like, she's young. She's cool. She gets it. <laughs> like, she's fun. <laughs> like, I really like her. She's, like, a contemporary. She, she understands the things that I'm talking about. My therapist in college was a little bit on the older side. She was married and had a couple kids. Um, uh-huh. She was, like, probably in her mid-30s. Um Sometimes it was a little uncomfortable for me to talk to her about things. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend probably someone a little bit closer to your age, unless you want someone who's like a mom figure or like a dad figure. I mean, it depends on what yeah, you your what you like. But honestly, I would I would try if you're a young woman to go for like a young woman, so you feel like they understand what you're talking about. Kind of just feels like girl talk. Doesn't yeah. feel as scary as like therapy. Um, and I also think you should not be afraid of medication. I was on Lexapro for a while. I'm not anymore. Um, but I, I was for a while and it helped a lot. So if you need that extra help, don't think about it like, oh, this is going to cure everything or, oh, I'm weak for needing this. It's like a helping tool. It's like therapy and medication go hand in hand. But overall, therapy is a really big step. It can be really scary to make that first call, reach out for that first time. But I'm strongly urging you to do it. Um, do your research. Find what you need to find out. And, and if you're able to do it, you should do it because nothing has helped me more than therapy. Um, and I, I just want the best for you guys. So good luck. And this is your, this is your call to action. So go forth and get better. All right. That's it for what my therapist said to me this week. And one more ad before we get into our weekend update. This is Scentbird. Did you know that scent is the most powerful sense you have? A smell can bring on a flood of memories, influence your mood, and of course, enhance your natural style. Oh my God, you guys, I need perfume. I'm so out of perfume right now. Um, like I, I finished all my little scent bird things and I need more of them. Um, but while you're looking for that signature scent that will make you stand out and keep the memory of you lingering on, which by the way, I have such a thing about, I like need to have like a signature scent with every guy I hang out with. Me like, too. I need so for a guy. And they're like, oh. That's her. Like I might like, yeah, I'll talk about this later, but um, um, why waste time and money with cheap knockoffs and half empty bottles of failed experiments? Ooh, strong. With Scentbird, you can have great taste and mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci or Versace, Scentbird.com keeps you smelling good month after month. Um, Okay, so I always had a thing where I hated Daisy by Marc Jacobs. Mm -hmm. Hated it. Hated, hated, hated it. But then I got a Scentbird sample of it. I think I've come around to Daisy. I love that smell. Now I really like it. I think I hated it when I was younger. and mm. All my friends wore it, and I was like, I hate it. Oh, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I really like it. It's fresh. My roommate wears it, and I always think she smells so good. Um, but, yeah, I really like it. And I love perfume. I really need a new perfume. I, I just don't know what to do, though. Like, I, I don't know which one to pick. I don't know where to go. But, thankfully, I can mess around and experiment on Scentbird. Mm-hmm. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash Ellie or use my code Ellie for 30% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash Ellie for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $10. Sign on. Smell amazing. It's always a weird weekend when me and Alana spend time apart, which is like a weird statement to make, but also true. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It is weird. I'm such a hypochondriac. I convinced myself I was sick this weekend. I like wasn't. But I got 12 hours of sleep between Saturday and Sunday. I went to bed at like 11.45 on Sunday. Saturday. You mean in total? Oh, you mean in that night? In that that night. I slept for half a day. And then I woke up with a headache because I was like dehydrated from sleeping that long. sleeping too much. Like I slept so hard that that I felt bad. Because I just convinced myself I was sick. Do you ever do that? Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh. And then it just like heightens. Well, I've convinced myself I have mono just because I'm tired. We've been really tired lately. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. I feel better after this weekend. Maybe this weekend was what I needed. Yeah. Because like I went out Friday night, but I was home early. I did something Saturday afternoon, but then came home. It was like a good mix of doing stuff, but not doing stuff. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like the ideal weekend in the fall. Yeah. I went home and thought I like needed that, but then was like itching to come back. Probably so bored. I made my parents drive me back um, Saturday night and then we just like went out. It was fun. I had like a fun night out with my parents and Mike. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like nights like that sometimes. I like getting to be like a grown up occasionally. Yeah, I felt like a total grown up. I was like, oh, let me take my parents out to this nice something French restaurant about I like by my apartment. Something about like going, oh, uh, pardon my French. Pardon my French. So good. Good shit. Um, it's funny, like going out with your parents is such a unique experience. I, my parents, I'd never drank with them mm-hmm. until, um, I graduated, well, my graduation night of college, mm-hmm. they came out and we like went out together and like had ourselves a night. And I was like, this is so fun. Wait, are my parents cool? Like, are we fun? Mm-hmm. Like we got so drink. We were holding on to this, like, I don't know. <laughs> this harry potter cup that was at the bar and we're like it's a port key and like we were so fucked up like i i like going out with my parents me too like a lot they're cool yeah it's honestly. funny when you like realize your parents are cool <laughs> like actual cool people like your whole life yeah. you're like my my mom is so lame but then no, you realize like your mom is like the same sick. person as you <laughs> yeah. she's kind of sick <laughs> my parents are kind of sick i went out i, I had uh, last time i was home i went over to my friend my parents friend's house and we just had like dinner. Oh, and those drinks. are the f- those are like fun and nights. We, I, I was like, this is like awesome. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like having more fun right now than I would be if I was like with my like girlfriends out at some bar. Like I'm having a, a blast just drinking wine and having a nice meal mm-hmm. and just talking about grown up things. Though it is weird to talk about like dating and sex with your parents present. Yeah, I kind of gotten over that. I was a little drunk though, so it like was less weird. But then it's kind of like you have to be like, oh shit. There's a line. Me and my mom like went to the bathroom together, like at this person's house, which is like so funny. Like it wasn't a bar bathroom. We were just like, let's go to the bathroom. Like I love that. So for for those listening, your parents are cool. (laughs) Be nice to your mom. I miss my mom. I had a moment where I missed my mom so much on Saturday. It's just like miss my mom. Wish I could hang out with my mom. So if you live near your parents, you're very lucky. Yeah. What, when is Thanksgiving? Four Soon. weeks? It's literally like a month, which is weird. You know what I was thinking is Halloween is the one time of the year that I, I really realize how old I am because I used to get so excited about it and now it's kind of just like, oh, fuck, it's Halloween it's again? It's almost like an inconvenience. It is. Like, it's like oh. I have to go out. I have to have a costume. Like it's annoying. But I used to get so, I mean, I would ride the high of Halloween for like months. I loved it so mm-hmm. much. Even as like no uh, August would approach, as the school year started, I was already getting ready for Halloween. I was I loved that shit. Like even into junior high, like high school, loved it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, ugh. And it's the only time that I'm like, fuck, 
I'm fucking old. <laughs> this weird. This year is weird too. Like, what what weekend did everyone do stuff on? It see. It doesn't I make think it's sense. This coming to me. weekend, it should but, be. But people did stuff last weekend. Yeah. I think next year it'll be perfect because Halloween will be on a Friday. Yeah. So like we won't have to worry about it. It'll be it's like, like clear. Definitely just this weekend. We don't have to make it a two weekend extravaganza. Yeah, this is like a two weekend event. Yeah. Also, somebody DM'd and asked me to remind you guys not to drink and drive this Halloween weekend. Wow, very true. So don't do that. Do you want to hear a really sad story? No. Well, it's a it's like a scary straight story. Well, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You don't want to be depressed. <laughs> this is Tuesday. Tuesday energy is about being positive. Sorry. No sad, scary stories. But yeah, be careful. Don't drink and drive. Take an Uber. Mm. There's probably like Uber promo codes and shit all over the place. Free Ubers, whatever. Um, so much easier than dying. So, you know, take an Uber. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. That was dark. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you got me in the dark place. <laughs> I don't like having information. This is a total tangent. I don't like necessarily having information about my friend, my guy friend's penises. Yeah. Because like I've said before, I prefer to think of them as Ken dolls. Yeah. So when I know it, it's weird. It's difficult. And I don't like it. Like, I don't know how to look at them for a minute. I'm just like, oh, I know what your dick looks like. <laughs> it's weird. Don't you think it's weird? Yeah, I mean... I, I think part of the greatest thing of friendship is the mystery of it all. I also... I think I think it's more weird. I feel like I know what a lot of my guy friends' dicks look like. I think it's weirder when I know their Ooh, stroke their game. game. Yeah, that makes me more uncomfortable. Because yeah. I don't like to think about the people I... I'm friends and with. friends with I like don't like thinking about my girlfriend. I don't like thinking any of my friends having sex. I pre- I know we do, and it's fun to talk about. <laughs> but I'd also not like to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Like even Nikki Glazer said something on her special about that. That was so funny. She's just like, oh, we all fuck. And 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 like when you really think about it, like all your friends have been like, Ugh, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> like your best friend has just gotten absolutely railed. Like that's so weird. Like I, it's good for her. <laughs> But I don't want to think about it kind of yeah, thing. It's, yeah, it's it. all the same. So yeah, this Halloween, be be safe, be smart, uh, get railed if you want. Well, anyways, the reason I brought up the dick thing is because I saw a dick pic this weekend that was genuinely one of the most horrifying <laughs> things I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, we've talked about this before, but I just have to reiterate. If you're sending a dick pic, it better be fucking tasteful. <laughs> I don't want to look at that thing and be like, holy fuck, what is, what the fuck? Like... Dick pics are very threatening. Like, they're they very really scary. Are. Like, there are certain angles of a penis that no one should ever see. Like, so scary. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, the only reason that I would say send a dick pic is if you want your girl to be able to be like, here's what his dick looks like for all of her girlfriends. Yeah, but what if they think it looks good? Him. If he, wait, if he thinks yeah, the dick looks good? how is he good? supposed to know his dick's bad? Well, I would hope that you believe that you have a nice penis. Like, I don't want to, like crush your self-image but there are some dicks that are very disgusting (laughs) like i'm sorry like there are dicks that are aesthetically pleasing that i'm like oh it's symmetrical it's nice it's friendly like you know it's not it's not scary it's a very nice looking penis you know Mm. and then there are some that i'm like jesus fucking christ what happened there (laughs) something's wrong with it i saw one this weekend in picture form it was like four different colors and sorry i don't want a dick shame (laughs) but it was like really scary it was like really thick and like scary looking like it was it, there was something wrong with just it like i'm sorry graphic. there was just something about it that i was like that shouldn't exist <laughs> that's wrong 
That's so well, mean. I feel like it's because when you close your eyes and you're like, oh, my friend Sean's dick is probably normal, no, like <laughs> skinny or something like that. Like it's, it's probably- adjectives that you can visualize, but then some when you get a when you see it and it's super graphic and detailed in a way that you don't didn't expect, didn't expect it to be that's you're like, it's, oh, it's a real penis because <laughs> like i think you picture the ones that you've seen and yeah. you sort of like paste it onto their bodies and you're like that's okay i'm okay with that but then when you see it and you're like that's part of your body that's <laughs> your penis like there's something so creepy about it i don't know dicks are like i would ugh, dicks are so creepy like honestly <laughs> like i've seen like one or two nice probably three nice dicks in my time <laughs> yeah otherwise oh my god and i don't i again don't want you to feel self-conscious about your penis i mean we all feel self-conscious about our genitalia because it, it's just they're both they're all gross i mean it's all <laughs> it's all disgusting. it's all kind of gross like <laughs> it's not meant to look nice god god never intended us to be sending photographs of our junk that's just true, true. it's just like it's functional it does what it's supposed to do you know? <laughs> but nowadays it's like mm. So all I'm saying is like, don't feel bad if you have a gross penis. <laughs> so many people do. Oh my god! I'm sorry. What is happening? Alana, <laughs> if you saw this picture, you wouldn't be able to sleep ever again. <laughs> there was like a line. It was like Stop. white and Stop. I'm sorry. Stop. It <laughs> someone okay. Someone when last weekend we had those people over my apartment. Someone found dough like clay <laughs> and made a very detailed penis, kind of a nice and, penis. But it was nice, and they put it in my refrigerator. <laughs> and we forgot about it. And my dad opened oh, no! the refrigerator. And he goes, "What's with this dick in the fridge?" I like that your dad noticed it. I, on the I other know, hand, no one else noticed straight it. up, me and Mike, they both, so they put it near this blue moon, like <laughs> leaning on the blue moon. And then they were like, can you get me the blue moon? Are you drinking the blue moon in the fridge? I was like, no. Can you get the blue moon? I was like, sure. I didn't even see the penis. <laughs> he like moved it straight, out of the way. <laughs> straight up, I'm telling you, like my brain didn't register that there was a dick in there. Which, I, don't veins, know, I don't know what that's about. Like, like, I don't know what that says about me. That I, I was know. just like, I don't know. That was the test, it. I think. What what does it, it say like, though? I don't know. It was just a test. Like, it was like fifty fifty noticed it. Mm, but I wonder. It's just people who aren't used to seeing penises in their fridge. But like I shouldn't <laughs> be used to seeing a penis in my fridge. Very weird moment yeah. captured. I don't know why this turned into like a know. thing about dicks. But yeah, basically just like send a nice dick pic. If you send a dick pic and you think, oh my dick well, looks it's fucking with massive. All, it's, it's with like, all nudes. Like it should be a, a good photo. Like get, the lighting has to be good. The thing like, is like it was like clearly taken on like an iPhone 11 and like it was just too much detail. <laughs> like it was too clear. Like you could see the pores on the penis. Like there was something oh, really? wrong with it. Like I just didn't like the picture. It was too much. I prefer it from further away in lower lighting. <laughs> maybe covered by some cloth so not i don't ever want a dick pic i think i've just seen too many creepy ones so just not a dick pic yeah yeah but like lev said you know like a tasteful a taste, one yeah le- i, I want to lev- know that you have one <laughs> and that's pretty much it <laughs> there's something there but i don't want to know what it looks like i don't want to know until i'm in that position to be like <laughs> i have to look at it you know i don't really want to be eye to eye with it no, Lev's advice was pretty accurate. Pretty I accurate. Because that's sexy. I don't think a dick pic is like hot. It's like funny. <laughs> like, it's the story around the dick that's hot. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like the mystery surrounding the dick. Not like, here's my penis. Because just so you know, like I will be showing that to 
every <laughs> single one of my female friends. Like, you better be, like, okay with that because I did not expect to be seeing the penis that I saw this weekend. Trust me when I say that. Mm. So and that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I don't mean I've personally seen gross penises. It's like I get gross penises in my DMs yeah. like every day. Yeah. But I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I've never It's seen- always like the DM penises. Those dick pics are the worst. They need to be. They're never good. Like, Ugh. I've never seen a DM dick pic and been like, well, okay. Why are you? They're always like the worst photo ever and also like a bad. Just a weird penis. Yeah. Gross penis. I don't know if the shock is what makes it worse. It's part of the shock of just like seeing a dick in an unexpected place. Part of like the demeaning of like, fuck, you like just sent me your penis. Like, fuck Yeah, it's you. like being flashed. It's totally <laughs> like being fat. It just makes you feel like gross. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about the dick, gross dick pics I've gotten that I'm like, how is that? Like, that doesn't look right. Yeah. So just, you know, just boys, just be careful with your dick pics and uh, don't send them. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. That actually is it for this week's episode. <laughs> Weird note to end it on, but that's just what I've been ruminating on because I cannot get this picture out of my head. Um, love you guys so much. Mm-hmm. As always, you can send any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, would you rather's, fuck, Mary kills, uh, whatever you want to send us uh but no dick pics into the dms <laughs> yeah not Please that no dick pics literally not into that. the dms um although i just have to tell you this story of one time this guy this like a random guy like a creep in my dms sent me a picture and in one hand he was holding his dick and the other hand he was holding a shaving cream can and to this day i think about it all the time because i'm like how did he take that picture? Did he have the phone it was under his, his chin? chin? Like, how did he take that? It was, was the shaving cream can for size comparison? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude. Dudes are so gross. Men are the worst. Um, but yeah, send us whatever you want. Just no dick pics. Um, love you guys as always. Um, and everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. Um, have a good day. Have a good night. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, hope it's a good one. Have a happy Halloween, and we will catch you on Fur Eye Day. I'm on myself. I want to see it. When I turn around, look in the mirror. And if you don't like it, you can leave it. Because it's my own.